0: listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts unknown subject season three of
1: wtop's american nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms see to 65 degrees and expect some scattered showers especially late day for the afternoon and evening i'm seven news chief meteorologist veronica johnson in the first alert weather center
2: manassas is at 50 degrees metro center 54 and frederick maryland 53 some of us are heading down to the 40s overnight
3: You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station.
0: WTOP News. Facts matter.
2: Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up here, this is new. The U.S. House will soon vote on a bill that could pave the way for a new commander's stadium in D.C. A fifth suspect now under arrest and charged with murder in a Maryland toddler's death.
4: Within a span of 15 days, 11 pedestrians were killed in crashes across Virginia. I'm Kate Ryan.
2: A plan for increasing activity in downtown D.C. would cost $400 million. I'm Nick Iinelli. The U.S. Supreme Court has been hearing landmark cases that could upend what you see on social media. We'll go in-depth with The Wall Street Journal coming up, 9 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts.
5: I'm Jennifer Kuyper. Former FBI informant Alexander Smirnov will stay locked up while awaiting a federal trial in Los Angeles. Smirnov is charged with falsifying a bribery scheme involving President Biden and his son Hunter. More from CBS's Scott McFarland. Federal
6: Judge Otis Wright ordered him jailed pending trial, saying he's a risk to flee the country. The prosecutors made the request arguing Smirnoff has access to $6 million, dual citizenship in the U.S. and Israel, and contacts with foreign intelligence agencies that could help him flee. Smirnoff's attorneys plan to appeal. That's our intention, to seek relief uh, in the Ninth Circuit. He's charged with making false statements to FBI agents, including that executives from Ukrainian energy firm Burisma paid President Biden and his son Hunter $5 million each.
5: President Biden says his impeachment probe should be dropped, given Smirnov's indictment. Former President Trump beat former Governor Nikki Haley by 20 points in the South Carolina primary, but Haley says she is not giving up, and the Republican presidential candidate has spent the day campaigning in Michigan ahead of tomorrow's GOP primary. The
0: focus needs to be on the younger generation, because all they feel is the anger, the hatred, and the division. They wonder how they're ever going to own a home, get a job, make ends meet, and if war's going to break out.
5: President Biden is sounding optimistic about the potential breakthrough in the ceasefire and hostage negotiation talks between Israel and Hamas. Mr. Biden, while in New York today, says it could be just a matter of days and possibly as soon as Monday. Former State Department negotiator Aaron David Miller says Hamas has multiple considerations. Hamas has every
6: intention of surviving and remaining in some measure of control in Gaza. So they have to be somewhat sympathetic to the needs and requirements of their constituencies. And I I believe that they want This pause to coincide with the Muslim month of Ramadan, which begins uh, March 10th.
5: U.S. forces have destroyed in Houthi-controlled areas of Yemen six weapons, one of which was over the Red Sea and the others before they could be launched toward commercial shipping lanes. Police in Grenada say they believe an American couple aboard their catamaran when it was hijacked last week by three escaped prisoners were thrown into the ocean and died. But no bodies have been found, and Grenada Police Commissioner Don McKenzie also says...
3: We still hold out hope that, in spite of what might be a low probability, that they would turn up alive somewhere, that they are alive.
5: The Australian Broadcasting Corporation reports that an Australian photographer has filed a complaint with police in Sydney regarding an alleged assault by Taylor Swift's father. The singer's spokesperson says individuals were acting aggressively at the time. This is CBS News.
3: Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at
6: O'Reilly Auto Parts.
2: 903 here on WTOP on this Monday night. It's February 26, 2024, and Manassas is at 50 degrees at the south. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories that we're following this hour. New tonight, a football stadium in D.C. could soon be a step closer to reality. A new one, of course. D.C. delegate Elner Holmes Norton's bipartisan bill aimed at revitalizing the old RFK Stadium campus will be taken up by the House the day after tomorrow. The bill would allow the land where RFK Stadium sits, crumbling, to be used for a new football stadium, parks, commercial, or residential purposes. The bill is co-sponsored by the chair of the House Oversight and Accountability Committee, Representative James Comer, a Republican from Kentucky. D.C. United has the last professional, in fact, was the last professional sports team to play at RFK, and that was back in 2017. The stadium is eventually set to be torn apart, to be demolished here, though no date has been set for that. A fifth person is now under arrest in the shooting death of a two-year-old toddler in his stroller back on February 8th in Langley Park. Prince George's County Police have taken 25-year-old Nielson Granados Trejo into custody. So far, three men are under arrest in this case, along with a couple of teenagers who are 15 and 16. Investigators say the little boy, just two years old, as we mentioned, and his mom were caught in the crossfire of two feuding groups that early evening. The mother has been recovering from her injuries. An active-duty member of the U.S. Air Force has died after setting himself on fire outside the Israeli embassy in D.C. He was protesting the ongoing war in Gaza yesterday. D.C. police have identified him as 25-year-old Aaron Bushnell of San Antonio, Texas. Law enforcement says he started a live stream on Twitch. He set his phone down, then doused himself with an accelerant and set himself on fire. He can be heard saying he will no longer be complicit in genocide. Israel has adamantly denied the genocide allegations. It says it's carrying out operations in accordance with international law in the Israel-Hamas war and in reaction to atrocities committed by Hamas on October 7th. Within the past couple of weeks, 11 pedestrians have been killed in crashes in Virginia. These happen near highways and in neighborhoods both day and night. State police are out with the numbers this
4: evening. Matt Demline with Virginia State Police says the 11 cases involving pedestrians who died as a result of crashes happened in a variety of circumstances. Demline says state police are urging drivers to take care in areas they would expect to see pedestrians.
6: You know, for example, school zones or near crosswalks, please take extra caution. Never pass another car near a crosswalk because you don't know why that car has stopped. There may be someone in the crosswalk and you won't see them until the last moment. And
4: Fairfax County police say two cases in the 15 day period involved pedestrians crossing outside of crosswalks. State police urge pedestrians to cross inside of crosswalks. And don't assume the driver can see you. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. A
2: plan to revitalize downtown D.C. will take five years to implement. It'll cost about $400 million. It's what political and business leaders are saying. As they look for ways to increase economic activity, downtown D.C. Those who support the plan say downtown D.C. needs a
3: boost as things haven't been the same since the pandemic hit, with fewer people in the office and more employees working from home. The five-year revitalization plan would put $82 million toward improving streetscapes, cultural districts, and the arts. 76 million would go toward new economic drivers, such as the addition of new housing, and 45 million would be spent on attracting and retaining new office users. The district cannot look backwards. As D.C. Councilmember Kenyon McDuffie, who chairs the Council's Business and Economic Development Committee.
5: Our next steps are going to be as part of an economic development approach that helps us attract new businesses, retain our current businesses, while also focusing on a downtown. And that welcomes everyone.
2: Nick Eynelly, WTOP News. Once again, no Fairfax Connector bus service tomorrow. The strike is entering its sixth day with bus service still suspended. As of Thursday of last week, more than 600 Fairfax Connector bus operators and mechanics went on strike in protest against contractor Transdev for what their union calls unfair labor practices. The union has been trying to negotiate a deal with Transdev for higher pay, more sick leave, and retirement security. Both sides met today for contract negotiations but could not reach a deal. The strike will continue until that agreement has been reached. So you need to find another way to get around if you regularly use Fairfax Connector. The next scheduled session for Contract Talks is March 6th. Coming up here on WTOP, the latest on Boeing's internal problems, it's nine oh eight on WTOP. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, time for Bob Imler in the traffic center.
6: On 270, both directions getting to 109, very slow getting past the road work between 109 and 80. Single right lane gets by in each direction there. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each running well and in great shape on 50 to the Bay Bridge, around the Beltway in Maryland and in Virginia. Traffic continues to run pretty freely. And in the District, 295 is running pretty well. Southbound 395 at Potomac Park at Exit 2. Single right lane is getting by the work zone headed toward the 14th Street Bridge. And in Virginia on 66, all is quiet, both 395 and 95, each running without delay. The WTOP Newsroom furnished by Regency Furniture. Presidential savings are still happening at Regency. Shop now. Enjoy 25% off, plus free delivery. Affordable never looks so good. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic.
2: All right, Bob, it's Veronica Johnson, 7 News, First Alert, Chief Meteorologist.
1: Expect a mainly dry evening, and our best evening, really, until we get to the end of the week. It is going to be quite comfortable, and considering we've got rain in the forecast for Tuesday and Wednesday evening, hopefully you can enjoy here this evening. We'll have patchy fog overnight, temperatures by morning, 44 to 50 degrees. Tomorrow afternoon, 60 to 65 degrees. Mostly cloudy skies again, breezy with wind gusts anywhere from 25 upwards 30 miles per hour. Some scattered showers are expected, especially late day for the afternoon and evening. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center.
2: Upper Marlboros at 48, Woodbridge 50, D.C. at 54. Some parts of the area could be down into the lower 40s overnight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money News 10 and 40 past the hour with Joan Doniger.
4: This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. There is a disconnect between Boeing senior management and employees when it comes to safety. That is among the conclusions of an FAA look at the plane maker even before the incident last month, in which part of the fuselage of a Boeing 737 MAX 9 blew off during flight. The panel, commissioned by Congress after the grounding of MAX models in 2019, found Boeing workers didn't know how to bring up safety concerns and were afraid of retaliation if they did. Boeing now has six months to show the FAA it's trying to fix things. IKEA may be joining the shopping mall. Its parent company, according to the Wall Street Journal, is looking to buy more shopping mall properties and put the Scandinavian furniture store in as an anchor property. It would also add children's areas and Swedish meatballs as part of a Nordic food court. Wall Street investors were on hold, ending the session a tenth to a third of a percent lower. The Dow fell 62, the Nasdaq 21, the S&P 19. From the bloom newsroom. I'm Joan Doniger on WTOP.
2: Asia-Pacific markets are mostly lower tonight. Tokyo stocks are up with the Nikkei up a quarter percent. Australia is down a quarter percent. South Korea's Kospi also a quarter percent lower. Coming up here on WTOP, it's believed to be one of the most consequential cases before the U.S. Supreme Court regarding political speech and social media. We'll go in-depth with The Wall Street Journal to find out more coming up.
1: Inflation is still running hot, while investment returns have cooled. Is your financial plan primed for this current reality? I'm Simon Hamilton with The Wise Investor Show. Every week, we discuss the latest financial trends and what investors need to know. To learn more about the impact of higher prices and how to become a better informed wise investor, listen to The Wise Investor Show at RaymondJames.com forward slash The Wise Investor Group, or just find us on your favorite podcast app.
0: That's eight hundred five seven five seventeen ninety four. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people.
2: Still to come here on WTOP, soon dogs will be scanning for drugs in some local schools. And how you can take part in the White House Easter Egg Roll in the spring. Stay with us at nine thirteen. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity
1: thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are
2: backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Don't let someone else enjoy your refund. Save up to 25% your first year with promo code NEWS at lifelock.com. Easy Cater presents. We've got your back
0: upstairs. Backing you up. So I order food on Easy Cater for a meeting with a new client in Jackson. Gotta feed in Jackson. On my way to the airport, it hits me. The client is actually in Jacksonville. Feed in Jacksonville so I call Easy Cater. Nina picks up right away. Gotta fix it for you. She called me right back and said, You're all set. Nina fixed the Jackson accident.
2: Jackson Easy Cater has your back with 24 7 support. Order at EasyCater.com and
1: know. We got you back! Get ready. This week, Staples has deals so good, you're going to want to sit down. Are you sitting? I'll wait. Great. Right now during Staples Sitathon, you can save up to $180 on select chairs. That's up to $180 off desk chairs, up to $180 off computer chairs, and up to $180 off gaming chairs. So hurry into Staples now for the Staples Sitathon and grab a seat or two. Ends 3 2. In store only, see Associate for details.
0: Washington's top news WTOP.
3: Facts matter.
2: 914, and I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks a lot for being with us. Tonight. Are we looking at the most important First Amendment case before the Supreme Court in the modern Internet era? A lot of Internet observers and just political observers and legal observers are all saying that is the case as we're looking at state laws that could affect how Facebook tiktok x youtube and other social media platforms regulate content posted by their users let's talk about these cases tonight we go live to jess braven supreme court correspondent for the wall street journal thank you very much for a bit of your time uh you heard how i led into this about the consequence the importance of this case every supreme court case is hugely important but do you agree that this is a pretty pretty massive endeavor here
3: This is a pretty uh, massive endeavor, uh, Dimitri, because this is the first time we're seeing government attempt to get into the workings of social media platforms and tell them how they can choose what appears on their websites. We haven't seen that kind of effort before, and it is really uh, a reflection of of the political climate that uh, that, uh, we're facing today. So yeah, it's a very big case, uh, and it's not perfectly clear what the Supreme Court will do with it.
2: And so uh, sometimes you can uh, take a look at some of the questions and say, oh, they're leaning this way or that. Uh, you're suggesting it's a little bo- bit more of a, uh, a clouded issue at the moment.
3: Well, I think that the, the most of the justices we're very skeptical of the idea that uh, states can force these platforms to post anything any user chooses to uh, to put up on them. These are private companies. They're not the government. And the First Amendment is really a restraint on the government. However, uh, at least one of these laws, the Florida law at issue, uh, raises the question of whether uh, these sites can regulate what appears in others, uh, other services like Gmail or direct messages and so forth. And uh, you did not see the justices interested in uh, authorizing these sorts of platforms to, uh, you know, uh, block or, or moderate, you know, communication between individuals, that sort of thing. So uh, it, it, there, there were some subtleties involved because in some ways these companies are like the phone company uh, or the old telegram services in that they carry messages between people. In other ways, they are more like a publication or a radio station or uh, another type of publisher that makes editorial choices about what it wants to to have uh, published.
2: Yeah, you make such an excellent point there in that the technology advances and it can be all things at once, uh, you know, including in the case of X, at least at one time, a very important sort of breaking news, emergency alert type of service that, you know, it may have gotten away from that. But I don't want to get too far away from the, the main subject here. Uh, Jess, this may be a much more appropriate question for the summer when the, the the ruling is in. But could this change or rather, will this change what we see online and how we can use it? Well,
3: on the one hand, you know, you've got uh, clearly a message from these states saying that they don't like or they think – that these uh, websites are uh, suppressing conservative thought and conservative speech. I mean, that's where this comes from. It comes from uh, both these laws were passed after the X, then Twitter, uh, took Donald Trump off the, its platform for violating its rules. The Twitter said that he was inciting violence after January 6. I mean, that's the political context that this is coming from. Uh, there have been arguments since then saying, look, you know, conservatives are making hay on social media. They're they're getting tremendous exposure and their views are proliferating everywhere. So is are they really suppressing this particular line of thought? Uh, I think that, uh, you know, I spoke to the author of the Texas law, state senator uh, uh, from Texas, and he said if the Supreme Court strikes down this law for one reason or another, they will take another crack at it and try to find another way to influence uh, what uh, Facebook and YouTube and other sites uh, uh, put on the the web.
2: Thank you for a bit of your time and uh, for explaining this to us tonight. We really appreciate it. I appreciate the chance, yes. uh, Dimitri. Yeah, happy to hear from you. That's Jess Braven, live on WTOP Supreme Court, correspondent for The Wall Street Journal. Top stories here. A partial government shutdown, federal shutdown, could arrive at the end of the week unless capital Lawmakers Act. The House gets back in a couple of days. The Senate is back now. President Biden is hoping to have a ceasefire in the Israel-Hamas war. Within a week, another arrest in the shooting death of a two-year-old toddler in our area that makes five people in custody so far, including a, su- a couple of suspects who are teens. Keep it here for full details. Time to get back to Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center.
6: In Virginia, 95 southbound after Dale City, there is a work crew on the left shoulder. They should be moving out the barrels pretty shortly and taking traffic down to a single lane later on tonight. They're also supposed to set up a work zone on the outer loop of the Beltway tonight after the American Legion Bridge near Georgetown Pike. I believe there is already a work crew out there, so be alert for that. On 66, there are no incidents or delays to report in the district. 395 southbound and exit to Potomac Park. Single right lane gets by the work zone, uh, really without delay at this point, though. And on 270 northbound between 109 and Route 80, single right lane gets by. Both north and southbound on 270. And uh, northbound of New Hampshire Avenue, listener has the crash at Oakwood Drive just before the Beltway. And when she saw it, nobody was getting by. There was a car on its roof northbound on New Hampshire Avenue just before the Beltway. On 95 on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, you're going to go on each 50 to the Bay Bridge. Also runs without delay. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic.
2: Okay, Bob, Veronica Johnson here, 7 News. First alert, chief meteorologist. And we are enjoying this warmth.
6: And we're going to have it around
1: for two more days here, Dimitri. So 60s for you tomorrow, mid-60s, and really upper 60s, close to 70 degrees on Wednesday. However, don't expect the days to be as pretty as today was. We'll have more cloud cover tomorrow, and especially on Wednesday. Mostly cloudy skies for you. First thing out the door, about 45 to 50 degrees in the morning. And there is a chance for a little patchy fog around the area. Then tomorrow afternoon, 60 to 65 degrees, we'll have a few isolated showers starting late morning, turning to more scattered showers for the late afternoon and evening. Then on Wednesday, same deal, drier in the morning with more rain coming our way during the afternoon and evening. We'll be again closer to 70 degrees by Wednesday. Both days could carry a gusty wind around 30 to 40 miles per hour, especially when the front comes through and behind it Temperatures will be dropping, a dramatic change. It's when you're going to notice by Thursday, back to reality. In fact, temperatures on Thursday probably below average in the upper 40s with wind chills in the 30s. So just two more spring-like days here before we take a dip with those temperatures. 50 degrees, Greenbelt, Maryland. Kettering now at 48, Reston, Virginia, 55. And Dimitri Gainesville now is at 57 degrees. All right,
2: Veronica, we're brought to you by Len the plumber heating and air, trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up here on WTOP, it can be hard work. I would dare say harder work than your day job to make sure you have plenty of friends and people around to spend time with, to talk to. Loneliness in our region is at epidemic levels with serious consequences. We'll talk more coming up on WTOP.
7: As experts in creating, designing, and building custom jewelry, my family started Dominion Jewelers over 30 years ago. Hi, I'm Rochelle Beramani and our commitment to quality craftsmanship and exceptional customer service has set the standard in the jewelry industry. One of the secrets to our success has been our marketing partnership with WTOP. Years ago, we began working with WTOP to promote our custom jewelry through radio messages. And as we grew, so did our relationship. Today, WTOP has helped us expand our reach through digital marketing, creating our website, and ensuring top placement in Google searches and exposure across social media. If your business can benefit from a marketing partnership that includes digital marketing, social media, and Google Premier Partner Status, then go to WTOP.com and search advertising. If you're in the market for custom jewelry that reflects your style, schedule an appointment at dominionjewelers.com. We make it beautiful. You make it yours.
1: When you're high, you feel different. You think different. You talk different. You draw different. You listen to music different you probably knew that problem is you also drive different and not in a good way that's why driving high is illegal everywhere so if you're high just don't drive make a plan to get a sober ride because if you feel different you drive different brought to you by NHTSA and the ad council
0: you're listening to WTOP news
1: it's
2: nine twenty-three, and one Virginia school district is now going to use dogs to crack down on drug use Loudoun County Public Schools will partner with the Sheriff's Office and Leesburg Police to conduct random canine team scans in high school buildings. Starting next month, these canine scans will happen randomly without advance notice. Those in charge say an additional drug deterrence here in a collective effort to stop drug use across the Loudoun County community due to the increase in awareness of possible substance use by students. After a canine scan happens, families will get information in a community message. A Fairfax County history teacher urges students to go beyond the textbook and learn more about each of their histories. WTOP Scott Gellman with a story from South County High School.
3: I thought about just my own personal experiences with family reunions and how they're ripe for of history. That prompted AP African American Studies teacher Sean Miller to make a Black Joy family reunion an annual event here. You have uh, African foods, you have African American foods, different types of drinks. They even went down to explain why lemonade is here. <laughs> Flags are hanging around the room and posters explain why the reunions are important.
1: We need to focus on Black Joy rather than just
7: the bad parts of black history.
3: Students are playing games, too, like this one, identifying classmates based on their baby pictures. That's That's the goal is to express diversity. It's not about race or ethnicity, per se, but it's diversity of our student body and society as a whole. In Fairfax County, Scott Galman, WTOP News.
2: You can now enter the online ticket lottery for the Easter egg roll at the White House this year. The annual t- uh, tradition takes place Monday, April 1st. Tickets are free, but you've got to request them through the online public lottery, and it closes Monday at noon. Many people in our area are craving a connection. They are lonely. This comes amid a national epidemic of people struggling on their own. Loneliness can lead to serious mental and physical health impacts that can shorten your life. D.C., of course, is a transient region with political job cycles and high living costs. And due to factors like the lingering effect of COVID and remote work, more locals are seemingly feeling disconnected. Almost half of D.C.'s households consist of just one person. While living alone does not automatically mean that you're lonely, it can be linked to higher rates of self-reported depression. Many Washingtonians work remote or hybrid schedules. The area's largest employer, on top of all that, the federal government, has not enacted a set plan for getting workers back into the office. All of this is contributing to the problem.
0: Sports at 25 and 55 on WTOP.
2: And it's right back to Rob Woodfork. Well, the Capitals put a touchdown
3: on the Senators. They enjoy a 6-3 lead in the third period of Black History Night at Capital One Arena. John Carlson, he is not black, but it is his unofficial